When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. You're listening to The Confidence Show, a podcast for the big dreamers who want to create more confidence so they can live their lives on their own terms. Hosted by confidence and life coach, Rebecca Hawks. That's me, by the way. The Confidence Show was created to inspire you to say yes to the things that scare you, to help you feel less alone when you're struggling with your mindset and to show you that you truly can design a life you love. With a new episode landing in your feed every Monday and Thursday, be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss out. Hi guys and welcome back to The Confidence Show. I am delighted to welcome another guest today. We have got Katie, the founder of The Happiness Firm with us. Katie is a coach who provides practical wellness solutions to busy people. She believes that the definition of wellness has become skewed slightly through social media and that busy people feel alienated from the world of self-care. Katie breaks it all down and shows you that wellness is a lot easier to achieve than we think. Having worked in busy industries such as TV production and with the police, Katie knows how challenging and exhausting it can be to look after yourself when trying to build a career. And she bases a lot of her strategies on her own experiences. Welcome, Katie. It's so lovely to have you here. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> no, it's great. So let's let's just go straight into it. Why did you get into coaching? Kind of what made you start coaching? What made you start your own business and move from those really hectic, busy environments to having your own business? Yeah, it was a bit of a weird one um, where I had got out of the police in January 2020 or January, February, and um, I just wasn't well. I wasn't happy. I'd been signed off uh, for depression while I was there and I was building myself back up from scratch. And I wanted to um, work for myself for years, but I just never knew what doing. And I got a new job and I started it in March 2020. It was just like a um, filler kind of admin job. Um, I was like, okay, this is where I can just sort of set myself up. I'll just figure out what's happening. And then uh, two weeks after I started, the pandemic hit. Um, everyone looked down and I was like oh my god I'm gonna get fired <laughs> um, as a lot of people did and I was I was really nervous you know these people had no loyalties to me and I was too early to be on the furlough scheme it was too close to the pay gap thing so I was like I'm, get, I'm gonna get fired like I, I don't know and the only jobs that there was no jobs going out was there apart from working at a supermarket so I thought okay let's just take it step by step um, I'm gonna learn something I'm gonna try and figure it out and um we'll just go from there so I started doing a load of courses and they were paying me you know for now because we, we all thought it was like two weeks long didn't we mm -hmm. and um I stumbled on this life coaching course and oh, I, I don't want to sound cringy but you know when you just go this will make sense <laughs> like I just felt like oh my gosh this is this is what I should be doing and um I think I did that course in about April 2020 so it'd been a few months since you know of, of building myself back up and I was like okay well you know I'm on my journey I think I've, there's never an end point um but I think I can help people with something here and I sort of niche, niched into that um kind of confidence wellness bracket um and I just wanted to make sure that it was realistic for people um because we've all got different styles of what fits in with our life and um yeah, set up an Instagram and then just sort of went from there with no experience and it's been the best thing I've done. That's amazing. It's so good how such a difficult time really did become an amazing opportunity for you. And so many people could have seen it as like the end of the world, which I know so many of us had struggled through this period and I don't want to take away from that. But you really used that and said, you know what, this is this is a good time for me to explore something new. And I know what you mean about the whole coaching thing, because as soon as I, I mean, I've kind of always wanted a coach since like my teens. And then when I committed to doing it and I was like, yeah, no, this is, this is the thing. This is me. 
So what kind of made you focus on wellness as opposed to, as you said, you had like depression and you've talked about on your website, like having the generalized anxiety disorder. Why did you want to focus on wellness and not focus on depression specifically? I didn't feel qualified enough fully to talk about that. And I mean, with coaching, I didn't want to overlap into the uh, psychiatrist counselling kind of um, side of it because I'm, I'm just not qualified for that. And although I don't directly say I can help you with your anxiety, a lot of the stuff that I do as a coach, I mean, in wellness in general, it helps multiple areas of your life, doesn't it? Um, and I think I always talk about my own personal experiences online because, you know, you can be struggling with anxiety, but you can still be living, you know, a successful life and, you know, you can have great relationships, but you are still struggling under the surface with it. And there's, there's no shame from my part anyway with that. Um, and yeah, I wanted to keep that as a part of it um, to help break the stigma, but I wanted to sort of focus on more of a generalized area that would help benefit those as kind of a byproduct, that kind of thing that's so good that's so good and I completely relate to you saying that as well like I've had anxiety for years and so many people have said to me like why don't you get like why don't you become an anxiety coach why don't you focus on anxiety and I'm like because I don't feel qualified like yeah the the journey that I've been on and how I have managed my anxiety for myself is amazing but from a like therapy point of view I'm not qualified to deal with that and I feel like <laughs> I feel like anxiety is such a complex thing to work through Absolutely. that I think you need more training than just I've lived this experience but as you say like the wellness stuff that you do that can have such an impact on the way that we the way that we feel about ourselves and that can reduce the anxiety and depression yeah, definitely. I also think it's important with mental health, it can feel like it's a, the whole of you, can't it? You know, I instead of like, I'm Katie and I have anxiety, you feel like going, hi, I have anxiety straight mm -hmm. away. And, and I think there's so much more to us than, than that side of us. And I'm sure, you know, you're, you're the same with the real positives that have come out of that, you know, just simple things like empathy and, you know, listening to people more. And I don't think I would be as empathetic a person or as communicative if I hadn't had anxiety problems yeah absolutely that complete like empathy as you say like I've got um like younger stepsisters and we like we were out on Sunday and one of them couldn't come because her anxiety was so bad and people are just like oh well if she comes out like she might feel better and I was like <laughs> in some capacity maybe she would but actually I've been in the situation where people have been like, you'll be better if you go out and go out and I'll get out and then I'll be so anxious. And then having to turn around and go, I can't be in this situation, I need to leave is so much worse than having not gone out in the first place. Yeah, so it, like being able to understand those kind of things. And it, as I say, like even being able to communicate that to people now be, from a place of understanding is huge. And I suppose your experience helps you to kind of recognize different things in your clients as well yeah definitely you know I think as well rarely the thing that we're worrying about or struggling with our life is as simple as that's what it is I'm like okay so what else is going on in your life right now because often there's okay well there's a bit of that going on and that and that and that and then I'll say to someone right so what have you got on your plate right now write it out just the simple things like I've got to remember to cook dinner tonight or like uh, iron clothing I don't know why that came to head but it's all on your mind and it all like creates this big list of things so it kind of I like to probe a bit deeper and it might not be that your work is stressful it could be that uh, your grand's in hospital and you've just got too much laundry and it's overwhelming and it all adds up but yeah it's about asking questions isn't it and yeah. showing empathy for the fact that things are more complex than we think <laughs> Absolutely. And then finding solutions from that place of having all the pieces of the puzzle and going, okay, well, it is all these things. How can we find you a solution? But how can we find you a solution that fits into what you've already got going on? Because as you say, busy people are going to get the solution of, oh, do a three hour morning routine or sit in the bath for an hour and be like, how am I supposed to do that? I always say that. I'm like, if I was in the bath every time that I was stressed, I would not be out of that damn thing, you know? And I think that's the stereotype, isn't it? That self-care's got to be difficult. And I'm like, it's not. I promise it's easier than we think. Absolutely. So let's let's carry on with that kind of um that kind of area. How do you feel like 
the easiest way to incorporate um, self-care into your life can be for busy people? Like, are there any go-to activities? Do you kind of base things on each client or are there certain things where you're like, every single person can do this, try it out? I think every single person could do with being more aware of themselves. I think we rarely ask ourselves, what do I need in this moment? Like, what, what will help me right now? And we underestimate that even 10 minutes can really help you out. Like, like you say, I haven't got a three hour morning routine. I just haven't. I've never been a get up at 5am meditate person. And I have so much respect for people that do, but it's just not realistic for me. And I, I say, right, if, if waking up and going on your phone on Instagram is it helps you wake up, that's fine. But have you, when was the last time you checked who you follow? When was the last time you cultivated and unfollowed people who make you feel rubbish? Because if you're starting the day looking at people who annoy you or, you know, make you compare yourself, that's not good. Whereas if you start the day with a really controlled, cultivated feed, like I have, I follow great people, you know, um, it really boosts you, it motivates you and it, and it can really turn your day around from the start. So I think it's looking more simply where can you know when I grab 10 minutes what am I doing but can I tweak that slightly you know social media isn't all bad but it can really impact how we feel so I think it's an awareness of how is this affecting me you know what will make me feel better in this moment yeah that's so true and as you say like how often do we actually sit there and ask ourselves what do I need or even how can I help myself right now because so often I think especially as entrepreneurs we're taught to kind of seek the answers from other people it's like this coach is doing this course or this person's running this course or this one's doing this program but we don't ask ourselves first how can I help myself and sometimes it will be I can help myself by investing in support or I can help myself by going to this course but sometimes it might be I can help myself by going to bed two hours earlier tonight yeah absolutely or even recognizing I'm so burnt out I think tomorrow I'm because I work for myself I'm gonna take tomorrow off you know because I've been working really hard and I know that it will help me recharge and I'll work better on you know the day after and stuff I completely agree I, I think we're always quickly trying to compare ourselves and gain inspiration from other people and then we don't really look at ourselves enough no, no, not at all. And on that kind of note, one thing that I saw that you mentioned the other day on social media um, is the fact that we have this um, pressure almost or this idea that when you start your business, you need to go all in with it. And one of the things that you mentioned was normalizing the fact that you can set up and run your business alongside your nine to five whilst you're growing it. And I wanted to ask you, like, why do you think there is such a stigma attached to growing a business and running a nine to five and what can we do to kind of change that I think it's our idea of success we all have this you know stereotypical you know definition of success in our head and you you think oh someone won't want to work with me if I'm not full-time in my business because that means that I'm not good enough you know but maybe maybe it doesn't maybe they'll look at you and go wow that's someone who is multitasking they're juggling a job and they're running a business I want to work with them more so we kind of overthink what other people will think of us and then we talk ourselves out of it and I just one of the things when I first started this business I was like I, I need to be transparent with people because if they're going to trust me with what's going on in their life I've got to be honest about what's going on in mine um so and I had that filler job I'm only just leaving it fully um literally in this in this week I went part-time um a few months ago but I have no shame for it because that's a whole part of the journey. And I look back and I'm like, oh, how amazing that I had a position that I was able to build a business from at the same time. Um, so, yeah, I think it's the idea of what success is. Asking yourself, well, what is success to me? Does it really matter if I've got a job on the side? People got to come from somewhere. I question how people do it more when they don't talk about whether they've had another job. I'm like, so where did you, how did this work? Do you have bills to pay? Do you have a sugar daddy? Like, tell me more. Because <laughs> I don't know how people do it. You know, I, I've got to pay rent. So I had to, it took the pressure off my business by having a job on the side at first. That's so good. And as you say, yeah, that pressure is huge. Like knowing that you've not got to like exhaust yourself with your business because your bills are being paid. It's such a, like must be such a relief to have that and to be able to do those things and as you say like I think the important thing is being transparent I think there is nothing worse than when people pretend to build a business and 
it's successful straight away when actually they have got another job on the side and there's no shame in having both there's absolutely no shame in it at all yeah totally I I I do I think it makes it harder to trust people and when you are especially with a service-based business trust is what's gonna you know well partly what's going to get people through the door you know it's your personality and I've I've had clients say to me I like how honest you are and mm-hmm. I am look it gets me into trouble in my in my normal life sometimes but I, I will never you know I'll always be transparent um so I, I think it's it's really key and I think people respect you more for it um and yeah it's just there is no shame there is no shame having another job um I actually have always been quite proud of it because I'm like look at me multitasking like a god (laughs) I don't know how you manage it it must be so like I think I would get to the end of the day and just be like nah I can't be bothered to do anything although having said that I was setting mine up when I still had my nine to five like what five and a half years ago so I think sometimes well you know the phrase um I don't know what the exact phrase is but something like give a busy person something to do and they'll get it done quicker Mm. I think I found it harder when I transitioned to working less hours because there was the pressure of this is my day to do something I have to be productive whereas I don't know I'd be thinking about my business all day sat at my desk and I'd be like this is what I'm going to do tonight and I'd get really excited for it and I would I mean I think the hardest bit was like not having daylight to film reels and stuff like that but I'd get really excited and I kind of got caught up in the sort of momentum of it all so yeah I'm glad to not be doing that now though Fully yeah. it. how did you kind of come to the decision that now was the time for you to leave the full-time job or part-time job I accepted that there would be no perfect time that just I feel like for a while I was probably waiting a bit we all wait for that perfect time you know whether it's a sign from above or I don't know like you just wait for something and then um I don't know I just thought well why not now um and just yeah I think sometimes you've got to throw all of that passion that you have for your business you've got to place a little bit of faith in yourself and say I've got this far while working on another job at the same time I'm balancing you know seeing my friends if I have more time, the things that I could achieve are amazing. And get yourself excited about that. Like going, right, you know, I'm one step closer by not working here. Um, just a little bit, I would say it's like five seconds of courage, you know, I'm gonna do it. And then get comfortable with that decision. I think that's what it was. There was no perfect time, but I created one. Oh, I love that. And then I suppose like trusting yourself and trusting in your business. I mean, you've already got so much proof that it works. So, and that what you're doing works. So why would you not trust yourself to leave? Absolutely. And knowing that imposter syndrome is going to be there, you know, knowing that the little green demons on your shoulders, some days are going to go, you're rubbish and you're going to fail. And knowing to knock them off and go, no, I'm not, you know, it's all right. Like, yeah, it is the biggest plunge of faith in yourself, but it's so exciting, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. How do you, when it comes to imposter syndrome, how do you recognize that that's the voice that's there? How do you kind of have that awareness to go, oh, this is not, this is not my voice. This is a different voice. And then what do you kind of do to change that? Something I've got quite good at and I encourage clients to do it as well is catching the negative thoughts, like the moment it leaves your head. And I, from that, from being more aware, I noticed that it would depend on where I was in the month. Um, I'd be like, oh, I'm doubting myself again. I'm due on my period. And it, it wouldn't always be that way or noticing um, often it's after a really busy time, isn't it? So you've had a run of like four busy days and then all of a sudden you should be feeling so proud and you are, but you think, well, that's it. You're never gonna have a client again or something like that. And it's noticing that it's often based on exhaustion or um, yeah, hormones where you are in your cycle, um, which is so annoying, but that's where it all starts with awareness um, for me anyway. And that, that kind of has worked. Um, and there are also, there's going to be days, I, like I say, I'm always so realistic. There's going to be days where you slightly listen to the voice and go, oh, maybe, maybe I am. And you say, I'm going to take today. I'm going to feel sorry for myself. And then tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm going to smash it. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing that it's temporary, I think helps. Yeah. I think that's so important that, as you say, like you take that time. I think it's important not to try and force mm-hmm. yourself out of it. Cause I do think there is this whole like 
toxic positivity where we can try and force ourselves to feel a certain way and we can beat ourselves up if we're feeling negative sometimes it's all right to just sit there and be really miserable and really irritated with ourselves oh my god (laughs) (laughs) this is why I'm always like I'm gonna get kicked out the wellness world whatever that means because I'm like if you feel rubbish just feel rubbish for a day no Mm -hmm. amount of positive thinking or pretending to yourself that you're gonna feel better there's things you can do and I, I have a friend I was speaking to her and I was saying how I like put on something colorful often if it's a dreary day outside and I'm feeling a bit naff um I'll put on a colorful top and I'll feel better but that doesn't mean that I'm gonna have an amazing day necessarily it just means that I'm accepting it and saying here's a nice color okay I'm gonna have a rubbish day tomorrow will be better um yeah just allowing that (laughs) you're totally right Absolutely. There are days where I'm just like, I just can't stay. And I will like put on a sad film. I will get all the snacks and be like, you know what? I'm just going to eat and I'm going to cry and I'm going to sleep tomorrow. (laughs) I swear your best, best ideas will come out of days like that. Yes. Honestly, towards the end. And then you're like, I've got all these ideas and I want to work. And I'm, I'll say to myself, right, I'm going to take tomorrow off. Halfway through the day off, I'm like, but I've got this idea now. And it's like, yeah, because you've given yourself space. (laughs) Exactly. You said, I don't need to put pressure on myself today. And then all of a sudden, all these creative ideas come up and you're like, oh, okay. (laughs) Every single time. (laughs) Every time. (laughs) Um, So when it comes to the definition of wellness, you've said before that you feel like it's slightly skewed because of social media. How do you think social media has interpreted the term wellness and how do you feel that it's alienating people? I think busy people who have, and there's a lot of different types of busy people, but say for example, busy corporate people or busy mums might look at some people on the internet um, and be like, wow, how are you med- meditating at 5am? Like, Or they'll see these morning routines on TikTok and you just kind of get a bit sceptical mm-hmm. um, and go, I can't do that. And then it's that association with that must be what wellness is you know it's all self-care and bubble baths and sorry face masks and stuff like that um and it's kind of about going no what does it mean to me like what helps me recharge um and yet like you said there one of one of my ways to recharge is to sit at home on my own watching harry potter with one of every single type of snack but another type of self-care could be going out and seeing my friends for a day trip to Ikea and that's the total opposite and it goes back to asking yourself what do I need in this moment you know there's not one single definition of it um and I think that's it I don't think there is a the definition of wellness is looking after yourself to me anyway in a healthy way and that just might not look the same to everyone and that's okay yeah, it's so okay. It's so okay. And I love that you use those two different definitions because that's the same. Like some days for me, self-care is making myself get dressed, put makeup on and leave the house because I know that I've been at home for a, a couple of days and my mindset is struggling with it. My anxiety is getting to the point where it's like, if I don't leave the house today, it's going to be bad. So that's the type of self-care. But then other days it's drinking two litres of water. Other days it's binge watching Stranger Things again. <laughs> It is, it is. And it just depends on your lifestyle, doesn't it, as well? You know, and I think maybe people who have a busy corporate job, uh, there's, I can't say this is what you should be doing. But maybe they are, if they live a fast paced life, maybe their self care is fast paced too. You know, maybe it's going for a run or like, yeah, going to, um, yeah, it's like work hard, play harder, isn't it? Going to socialize with a load of people, but it could be something else. And it just totally depends on you. And that's why I think coach coaches are so great because it can help you identify what you're missing you know it's so hard to look at your own life and pinpoint what's going on and I think this is why so many coaches have coaches because they understand that like it's very different when somebody on the outside comes in and can have like a bird's eye view and say actually maybe you could try this or how would you feel about trying this or asking the kind of questions that helps them come to the realization themselves of oh this is something that I never would have noticed before because I can't what was it I read the other day it was something to do with um the reason that we can't take our own advice is because our ego is so attached to us and I love that. like yeah it, was, it just blew my mind I was like that's so true we are so connected to whatever the problem is we can't take the advice that we we best need 
<laughs> definitely I think as well whenever if you like working for yourself wise um if you're ever like oh I wish I had a business partner it's probably a sign that you could do with a coach because mm -hmm. sometimes it is that balancing an idea of someone else you know and a coach can't make a decision for you but neither can a business par partner and it's a just having that different perspective and the times where I've gone god I wish I wish I just went into business with someone I wish I wasn't doing this fully by myself then I've gone nah you just need an outside perspective don't you and that's all it is yeah absolutely yeah. sometimes you just need to say the thing out loud to someone else and sometimes you need a little bit of validation but also I feel like with coaching although the coach doesn't necessarily give you the validation you can self-validate because you've spoken it out loud to someone 100%. it's just the magic of communication isn't it yeah, it, yeah. It, you can't, I completely agree self-validation if you're sitting by in a room by yourself it's not as easy as if you're talking to someone about it that's what I'll ring my mum sometimes and I feel like that's great because she she will if she tries to tell me what to do I probably won't do it but sometimes me just talking to her I'll be like thank you and she's like I didn't say anything I'm like I know yeah I know <laughs> you just listened no you mom, just <laughs> yeah, it's all, someone holding a space for you isn't it yeah yeah and I think we disregard that so much as well and I think sometimes like coaching is obviously great because you've got a um what's the word like you've got like an outsider's but someone that's a bit more far removed from you so then they're, they're not as invested in who you are but also if coaching isn't something that you want to do even just having a conversation with a friend or having a conversation with someone else in business like that can make a massive difference yeah we can learn a lot from people people are fascinating I think we forget sometimes when we get overwhelmed we're like it's just me and my world and I'm like no you could just ask someone for advice because people people love talking about their journey right everyone loves talking about themselves so I'm like you ask someone in business who's successful for advice and you know say how did you do it they will talk for hours because yeah. we're just ego we love <laughs> we love talking about ourselves she says on a podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you're the guest you're allowed to talk all about it <laughs> <That's not> <laughs> <laughs> but no that is so true and I think as you say we can always feel like we're so alone and it's only us and we're we're the only ones experiencing it but actually we all experience pretty much the same kind of things the same thoughts the same feelings but we just not everyone is so open and honest about it because there is I suppose some kind of shame attached or there's this perception of shame being attached I've always been very open about my anxiety because I just don't really care like I just <laughs> it's, 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 not, it's not a big you know like it's in in the easiest terms it's not a big deal it is it's a huge deal but it's not a big deal no. but being open I'm sure you're the same, same things like your stepsister I've been the same with friends like I struggled with anxiety like in school um mm -hmm. so then when friends from uni started to struggle with anxiety or mental health they knew that I'd gone through something similar so they were like help mm -hmm. and just that simple me not being ashamed of talking about it open that door and, and help them just things like me saying get a therapist it's the best thing you will ever do yeah and it just makes other people feel less alone as well yeah yeah. None we shouldn't be ashamed it's not a big deal no, that thing <laughs> and I liked what you said earlier I don't think I mentioned it but when you said earlier like it's not who you are it's just something that you have and I think that's something important to kind of distinguish and try and separate yourself from because I used to be I used to feel the same like anxiety was who I am and then I was like nah <laughs> not having yeah. this anymore like I am I am who I am I have anxiety and sometimes it's great sometimes it's shocking but just one of those things some days and as well and acknowledging that like you're never going to be cured that there is no I, I would love one <laughs> there is no cure it's just about managing it and um like you say sometimes are really bad you know and, and I look back and be like do you know what considering that was bad a bad day I've coped really well with it um but yeah it, it's kind of like if you have a hobby so like I enjoy Zumba but I wouldn't count Zumba as my whole personality it's just a hobby that I have right and I the difference is I enjoy it I kind of see um like mental health is sometimes like a pocket like that put it in its little box I have I have anxiety but it's not a huge part of me you know it's there tell ask me about it I'll tell you but yeah it's not it's not fully me yeah absolutely on the anxiety subject what kind of tools have you used to help you manage it because as you say there's no cure 
I mean, it's just, that was actually a huge shift for me, like accepting that it was never going to be a cure and it was just going to be something that was always there. And um, what kind of things have you, have you used to help manage it? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I think a big switch was when I just sort of learned to be patient with myself. Um, and a huge thing with anxiety is kind of like this feeling of like uh, escape, like needing to escape all the time. And sometimes like I would try and say to myself, you can escape, but then there'd be some situations like an airplane, you can't get on off an airplane. So instead of trying to be toxic and say, no, but it's fine, it'll be fine. Just going, let's just be patient. Let's take it minute by minute. That's a huge one for me. Let's take it minute by minute. You know, let's just, if I can get through five minutes, I'll be all right. If I can get myself laughing, oh my God, I swear that is like the opposite of anxiety. The moment I start laughing, all of it melts away. So like, if I'm in a new situation, you see me absolutely howling in the corner, I'm all good. <laughs> um, but it's a lot of it's rich. <laughs> Sorry. No, I've never I've never thought of like that being a thing but I suppose it's that releasing of the energy isn't it so you release the anxious and I know when I do like tapping sometimes I'll laugh because it's the energy coming out so it makes so much sense yeah fully just having a great conversation and if you're with a friend I'll, I'll be like can you just make me laugh please you know I swear it'll help um because yeah and it also focuses your your attention on something else doesn't it um but it's that self-training I think looking back to when I was like 13 and first diagnosed I used to before phones were as good as they are I wrote out sort of like cue cards and I wrote out my favorite quotes on them and and I ha had them in my bag I've still got them somewhere they are raggedy and I would just look at them so I, I say to, to people I had a client who was like I'd wake up in the middle of the night and, and I, I just can't stop thinking so I said create an album on your phone of things that make you calm it doesn't have to be a quote but you know it could be a picture of a dog one of my favorite things to do in an evening after a busy day is to go on Instagram or TikTok and look at dogs yeah. <laughs> because I love them. Um, and it's kind of saying, like, what makes me feel better? For me, visual, clearly, with that those cards. But it's listening again to yourself um, and just taking the pressure off. Easier said than done, but yeah. That's such a good tip. I've got, like, a feedback folder, but I've never even thought of having, like, a like calming folder I think that's such a fantastic idea because it's something that's so easy to do and as you say like being able to just open it up and have a look and I also find dogs very calming <laughs> they're wonderful <laughs> and I'll use like social media sometimes or I have games on my phone so if I'm traveling like on the train I'll sit and play games for hours because I'm not focusing on the fact that I'm traveling or I'm moving because travel is a big trigger for my anxiety like the actual act of traveling um so I'll make sure that I've got games to play because I'm not 
thinking of anything else I'm just focusing on those things and the same will be for having those folders of like the calming stuff or looking at dogs on TikTok or whatever um it just helps to distract your brain and yeah think differently Genuinely going do I need distracting do I need calming right now or do I need to logistically like work this out you know like if it's say ahead of a journey you might be like okay let me just make sure I've got all my trains written down or um packing my bag making sure there's and it's different types through the different stages of anxiety you know as you go through it um just knowing yourself again <laughs> everyone needs to know who they are <laughs> Know who you are, know what you need, and then honour those needs. <laughs> magic. Honestly, just magic. It's the simple things, though, isn't it? I, I think sometimes I'm like, wellness isn't rocket science. Just listen to yourself and say, what do I need in this moment? And then um, do it. Yeah, absolutely. I think it gets put on such like a pedestal with social media because you see all the reels and the videos and the stories or whatever, where it's like this big, like, fancy, glamorous routine or it looks <laughs> a certain way and you're just like... I don't have any of that like I don't have incense and all these crystals I mean I do have a lot of crystals but I don't have all this or I don't have all that like how can I like focus on my wellness when I need all these outside things when it's not that at all yeah absolutely I live in the city as well and I think the city can really um everyone's stress just catches it's it's nuts you're like walking on when you're in rush hour and you look at everyone and you're like oh my god everyone everyone oh who needs a hug I wouldn't say that that's really odd even in the north um but <laughs> you, you just kind of instead of rolling with that energy just kind of going no I'm gonna relax and chill out and making your home like a haven yeah it really needs to be that sacred space doesn't it mm. and again like that doesn't have to mean anything fancy that can just be like tidying your sofa or like making your bed or creating an environment that feels really nice to you definitely yeah definitely getting yourself a new duvet cover if you need a bit of a change yeah little things like that <laughs> um I have followed your content for a while I followed you for a while and I do love your content but there was a reel that I watched the other day that really caught my attention because it is something that I'm a big advocate before and we've kind of touched on it slightly when we talked about imposter syndrome but the reel that I'm talking about was um all about the way that we speak to ourselves and kind of the words that we use and, and what we say in our minds and the impact that can have so can you talk a little bit more about the impact that speaking negatively to ourselves can have on both our personal and our professional lives yeah, I think we are rude. We are so rude to ourselves, like so mean. And I like I noticed it more when I was um, catching friends doing it. I'm like, why are you saying that about yourself? And then you question it and you're like, they're like, oh, I, I don't know. But it can really tear your confidence down hugely. And I, I'm, I, I'm the same as you. I think confidence is the heart of everything, right? If you believe in yourself, look out world, you know? Um, and when you are constantly talking down to yourself you can have the best intentions in the world but if you on a day-to-day -day basis are saying you're awful at that you look rubbish how horrible if someone was saying that in your face you would not take it I, I, I realized that because I, I used to do that and I I've never I don't take any kind of bs you know I'm like don't don't be mean to me I won't take it but then I realized that I was doing it to myself I was like, why are you calling yourself fat every morning? Like, of course, it's setting you up for a rubbish day. Of course, you're like trying to cover your stomach all the time. Whereas when I switched that narrative uh, and was like, you look great today or congrats, you're comfy, you know, um, it really just started to wear away and switch that from a horrible, awful experience to a, to a nice one because it, it just damages who you are. How can you, you should be the person that's backing you 100%. You are meant to be your 100% cheerleader um but we're not and I'm like how how do you expect other people to support your business idea or how do you expect other people to give you that promotion if you don't ask for it if you're not saying I deserve this and I think often particularly just as Brits I feel like we speak so apologetically <laughs> you know like especially conversations about money you almost are saying I'm so sorry that I'm asking for you you for this service that I deserve I'm providing great service, but I'm so sorry. Can I have some money? And that's like the, the tone that it gives. It's like, stop. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? I don't even know where like that comes from, whether it's like the, the, like the British culture thing. I mean, it comes from there or whether it's like a being raised as a female thing. Like 
it's just it is insane the way that we talk ourselves the way that we see I suppose like our parents and the people in our lives speak to themselves and then the way that society talks about us as well when we're faced with like images of skinny people or people that have got the perfect face perfect face perfect body perfect this perfect business perfect that we kind of take those they're not norms but we take those perceptions of what is supposed to be normal and then we apply it to ourselves and think oh well actually I don't look like that or I don't behave like that or my business doesn't look like that and then yeah those negative words like spiral and it is so toxic and as you say we've never talked to anyone else like that no no we we act like there's one way to do everything you know there's one way to have relationships and one way to run a business I'm like well, well no there's not you know and often your best asset in fact, I think always your best asset is yourself. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if you're wearing that down every day, where, where are you going to get? No wonder you're not where you want to be because every morning you're telling yourself you can't do it, you know, or that you don't deserve it. Friends, they'll say, why do I keep picking awful men? And I'm like, because you're accepting it. Yeah. <laughs> you're saying, I don't, I am not worthy of someone who, who treats me kindly. Mm-hmm. And you don't realize you're saying it, but you are. And it all just starts at just stop insulting yourself. And then just watch what happens. Yeah. And I think catching that as well, isn't it? It's really having that like awareness. And I mean, I do it now, like every now and then I'll catch myself and I'll be like, why on earth are you doing that? Or why are you saying that? Like even, um, what was it? I was thinking something before I got on the call with us, like before we, oh, I thought I was going to be late. And I was thinking in my head, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be late. I'm going to get on there and be like, oh my God, I'm such a terrible host. And then I was like, you're playing this conversation that's not going to exist because you're not going to be late, but you're telling yourself that you're a terrible host and that's just not true. And like little things like that and catching it and being like, no, that's ridiculous. I don't choose to subscribe to that. You, you probably told your, yourself that, that I would hate you before we've even got talking, didn't you? You're like, oh my God, but we do. We overthink ourselves into this absolute spiral and then we wonder why we're feeling rubbish. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh that's my fault and acknowledging taking responsibility and saying actually I did that you know why are you having a bad day you know did someone speak to you unkindly or did you speak unkindly to yourself oh that's such a good question to ask yourself (laughs) I like that one (laughs) I don't even know where that came from but it came from somewhere but it's true isn't it you know (laughs) so so true um so as I said like creating that um change the first step to changing the habit is creating that awareness around what the inner voice is saying but how can we create awareness in a simple and easy way because it's taken me years to get to the point where I can catch myself immediately and go oh no that's not a good thought like what would you say is kind of the simplest way to start creating that awareness I think it's working through a negative thought so perhaps it's you've not necessarily caught it okay it's totally normal takes a while doesn't it it's an art some would say but it's not impossible but it's saying say you're having a bad day or you're feeling rubbish and I'll say this to clients I'm like work through the thought what's causing it you know and like I said it might be um works works rubbish that's a common one isn't it work works rubbish um and then it you work through it and work back and go so why do I think this what's the evidence behind it who told me that and when you answer the question of who told me that it's probably you so it's working through that and kind of sort of goes like a funnel and going to the core of what's the worry what's the problem so it's after you're feeling it and you maybe you have worried yourself into a spiral and perhaps in another year you could have said say with your example you get to the end of the day and you're like why am I feeling awful I've had such a great day and it's because you you ask yourself questions and you realize that it it comes down to that you told yourself that you're an awful host and mm. um, it's kind of just questioning everything I, I, I'm a really inquisitive person I was always the kid that was like why yeah <laughs> and I'm still the adult that's like why <laughs> why can't I do that <laughs> um and I think it is just just being stubborn and saying no and I'm gonna find out what the problem is and I've even got my boyfriend's on it now and he'll well how's your day and say I'll go yeah not amazing and he's like what's really wrong and I'm like, oh okay what is really wrong <laughs> I'm like, oh I love it <laughs> and I get, you have that support yeah it's brilliant yeah well I'll say to him what's really wrong you know and I, and it's that goes back to that thing of you know um 
I hear a lot of people when you're talking about mental health uh, say this you ask a friend how hi how are you you're meeting them and then a few minutes later 10 minutes later or at the end of the conversation you ask them again how how they are because it's often there's more than we realize to talk about oh I like that yeah just questioning yourself and kind of, well not questioning yourself in a negative way but questioning the thought working through it in a healthy way yeah I think it answers a lot of questions and then you you do get quicker at it because that's kind of the thought process when you're catching a thought isn't it you go oh why did I say that yeah absolutely coming at it from that place of curiosity and getting used to practicing that and like consciously choosing to to do that and as you say like it does get quicker I can do it quite quickly now whereas <laughs> it took me years before and even now like I have to do that well whose voice is that like where's that come from and kind of and it's not an absence of having that negative voice I'm really big on that it's not you can't I just don't think you can get to a point where you will never experience negative thoughts and again when when someone sells you that rainbow because it's not possible I'm like there's nothing wrong with having those negative thoughts it's what you do with them do you act on it and tell yourself you are rubbish or do you you go no 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 that, that's a false thought that's just me overthinking um yeah that's so good so good um how can it how can it really impact someone's life for the better when they do start to change that in a narrative I think the possibility cringe but possibilities are endless honestly if I hadn't started believing in myself I would never have thought I was capable of starting a business probably similar with 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 anyone with yourself you know you can do things and I have clients that go I wish I had you know a lifestyle like you I'm like look it's not luck (laughs) <laughs> you know I've had some some lucky hands along the way things like the t- the fact that the pandemic went well for me but it, it, I just started believing in myself and then that's what happened your whole lifestyle can change you know you can go from having nothing and making ends meet just as much as you can to doing what you want or for some people it's traveling while they work it's you know when um I ask people if you could wave a magic wand right now what would your life look like be as unrealistic as you want tell me you know I'm your fairy godmother and then they'll tell me something and I'm like you could do that if you want you know um I can't bring back the dead but apart from that I I think you can do a lot of things you know when people say I want to be financially independent that's okay if you feel stuck right now we, we can work on that um but I, I just think the possibilities are honestly endless. There's, there's so many things that you can do and it will just, you walk differently, you talk differently, you know, it's just nice. It's just so freeing. It is, it's so, so freeing. That self-belief is really, like it is everything. And the thing is, not everyone is going to believe in you. I remember when I wanted to become a coach, my ex was like, you can't become a life coach. <laughs> I was like, excuse what? me? <laughs> And he's like, no. And even when I said about like doing the confidence coaching, my dad was like, you can't confidence coach people because he hadn't seen like the massive transformation that I'd had in my life. And <laughs> nobody else, like nobody is going to believe in, in you in the way that you can create the belief in yourself. And you just like, it's just such an important thing. Yet people don't focus on it enough because they focus, as we spoke about earlier, like, giving their power away to other people and trying to find other people to believe in them. And it's yeah. just like, it's just not going to work that way. It might work for a little while. It might be sustainable for a few months or a couple of years, but ultimately you have to be the one that says I can do absolutely anything I want to do. Yeah. I was the same. I was shocked when people went screaming for joy for me. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Why are we all not on board with this train? Not thinking of their perspective of me just being an absolute madhead doing something I've never done before not knowing anyone who's even started a business like my my, dad, my parents were like no please don't do that <laughs> but I went I can and I'll show you <laughs> and it's so far out of their comfort zones so they think about it in the perspective of oh my god I could never do that so then it's this scary thing Whereas ourselves, yeah, like we can, we can make our own decisions. They are projecting 100, when people say you can't do something, I'm like, no, you're saying that you can't do it. And a lot of it's generational with parents, like mine, 
no way they would not have, they've never even blinked they've not thought about starting a business it just wasn't the done thing you know but I mean they could have done if they'd wanted to if they believed in themselves but yeah I mean they're on board with it now so. I bet they are <laughs> when the money comes into the bank account they're like oh actually maybe she's doing all right maybe your little business is okay now <laughs> and do you know what it's more the happiness isn't it the joy so uh, I'm kind of uh prove them wrong if people don't believe in you that's cool prove them wrong yeah always I like to use that fuel and be I, like I hate being told what to do if I'm told I can't do something I'm like just watch me I'm gonna do it just to prove you wrong <laughs> funny it's funny it's and it's fine to use that energy for that like just do it prove them wrong <laughs> absolutely absolutely um so whether we run our business or we have a career like we talked about before or we're a parent it can be a real challenge to carve out time for self-care or to relax and unwind and and to kind of focus on that wellness aspect how can we encourage ourselves to prioritize us when we have so much else going on realizing that if you don't look after yourself then you won't be able to look after the people around you I think is a big one especially for parents I'm like if you aren't feeling your best there's only so long you can you know look after people without burning out and I think a lot of the time especially in relationships especially at the start people will prioritize their partner you know prioritize this relationship but and don't honor themselves um I actually saw a TikTok earlier today of this this woman saying um what do you guys do when your partner is your best friend and they're not they're not there you know you finish work early I was thinking I think a lot of people relate to that um and the simple thing is again easier said than done but it's it's figuring out what makes you happy and it could be and this goes back to the time thing of it could just be putting something on the tv that you like that no one else in your household likes the genre of or something like that or um cooking something my my boyfriend doesn't like eggs I love an omelette <laughs> love an omelette so when he's not here because he's working or something I'll often have an omelette um because it makes me happy and it's my point is it's the simple the simple joys and realizing what are the little things that make you happy what is your love language you know mine's words of affirmation so if I speak nicely to myself of course I'm going to feel better if yours is um you know gift giving get yourself a little chocolate bar from the shop you know show yourself love and show yourself that you are worthy of receiving it as well it doesn't have to be huge it doesn't have to be taking an hour's bath or a, booking a trip to Bali or something. It can just be really small um, and being reflective on how you treat yourself. Mm. It opens a lot of doors, I think. Absolutely. And I really liked what you say as well, like coming to that realisation that the more you look after yourself, the more you're going to be able to look after the people around you, the better you can show up in your relationships, the better conversations you can have, the more productive, like productive you're going to be. All of that comes from you putting yourself first and, and making that little space of time for wellness. And as you say, it doesn't have to be hours and hours. It can just be like 10 minutes. It could be a 10 minute scroll on TikTok on the like wellness section, just seeing all the positive stuff come up. <laughs> I don't think we see wellness as um, productive. That's interesting you say that about productivity because I just don't think people are like, no, 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 it's not a priority. I'm like, but it is, but it is. Like you wouldn't miss uh, a half an hour meeting with your boss. So why are you missing that half an hour with yourself? Mm. Which is going to make you feel better. Like book it in. I'm like, this is my time, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. I always recognize it interesting what you're saying about the love languages as well like we think about love languages with other people but we have to focus on ourselves as well like my love languages are my top two are like quality time and physical touch so I'm like a bath for me is huge taking myself out for dinner is huge it makes me like feel good about myself and I always notice if my mindset's dipping or if I'm feeling frustrated or I'm not feeling so good it's because I haven't been making time for those things. And when I do make time for those things, I am so much more productive because I have more to give. Yeah, so much more energy, mm -hmm. so much more like inspiration. Like we said about pausing when you, um, you know, when you're having a busy day and you get inspiration. It's the same if you look after yourself, just in really simple ways. My, I always say my simplest one is buying myself a coffee. Mm -hmm. I love buying myself a coffee. And I'm like, look, 
for £2.50, I think that's quite a good little gift, you know, or flowers. I always, always buy myself flowers. Nice. I'd love yeah. to get £2.50 coffee down here. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, we're lucky up here if it's £2.50 these days, yeah. <laughs> Whereabouts are you based? I'm in Manchester. Oh, okay. I'm not Mancunian. I don't, well, I wish I was. I don't sound Mancunian. <laughs> no, I like um, Manchester though. I went there once. It was very nice. Yes, wonderful. <laughs> um so you've obviously achieved a lot so far in life and in particular since starting your business a couple of years ago what really gave you the confidence to take the action to become the coach and start your own business because it is such a scary thing to do especially at the point in time that you did start the business yeah um it, it was scary but I think there's this mindset of um doing it for your future self you know there's a lot of like do it for your past self I'm like what about doing it for your future self you know what how do you want your life to look and I think the moment that you question is this it in any situation in a job in a relationship in a lifestyle if you think is this it then that's the sign that you should do something about it and I just I just couldn't see in any different job role that I'd had I I couldn't see a future for myself um and I was just kind of questioned what what do I want to do and then did it for my future self and you know when you think oh I'm so glad I started that a year ago because the year me the present me is glad I did that or you know different actions I'm so glad I did that on Monday because it makes my life easier you know do stuff for your future self make your life so wonderful um I I think that was the key mindset change that I had realizing that I was worthy of it as well you know I think as women often we can be called self-righteous for wanting certain things I certainly have um but I'm like no no I think everyone can do what they want but I know my my worth and my value and I know that I want to do that in my future and I will do whatever I can to get there oh I love it I love the I love that you mentioned the worth piece as well because I think so many of us have these big dreams or these things we want to achieve or the stuff that we want to go after but then there's a part of us that goes who am I to do that like I'm not worthy of that because of the way that society's made us feel or because of comments from our friends or family or not intentionally of course but those kind of things can massively impact us and I completely agree with you like we are worthy of what we want yeah that's why it's so important to focus on your confidence and your self-worth because if you base it in other people, if, if we'd listened to the people who doubted us at the start of our journeys, neither of us would be doing this. No. That's what I find that. So I'm like, trust your gut. Like mm-hmm. other people are going to have different opinions. That's fine. But the most important thing is your, is your gut. And then at least, you know, you went for it. I'm like, what's the worst that can happen? Your business fails and you get another job. Okay. Yeah. Works, <laughs> yeah. That's fine. And I think, everyone is going to have different opinions and those opinions are based on their life those opinions are based on their experiences what's happened to them in their part like previous life like how people have made them feel Mm -hmm. and their opinions aren't really any of our business because we haven't lived those same experiences 100 percent. yeah I really like that so what advice what would your advice be for anyone wanting to improve the wellness part of their lives what kind of action or change could they take today um I would say focusing on being patient with yourself is huge saying look I want to make a change it's not going to happen overnight because otherwise if you think it's going to happen overnight you'll give up the next day um and honing in on that self-love maybe do a love languages quiz if someone's listening and they've not done it and think oh maybe I need to do that do one figure out how how you can show yourself love um and find time to do that you know sure not in a Molly May way we've all got 24 hours in a day but I'm sure you've got 10 minutes I'm somewhere so once a week 10 minutes for something you know Uh, and say to yourself I'm going to book out that as if I would a meeting and sort of showing that commitment to yourself. So it's kind of identifying how you wanna be loved by yourself um, and then figuring out when and then actually doing it um, because that's how you build a habit. And I think self-care is a habit, habit mm-hmm. you know? Um, so yeah, acknowledging it takes time and not, not being afraid to ask for help as well, you know? There's people like you and me, we do this for a reason, you know? 
um, I like to think we're all right at it. <laughs> um, so just kind of saying, I'm, I'm not afraid to ask for help um, and just take an action. Don't wait, don't wait to do something, just do it. I love that. What a wonderful way to end. Thank you so, so much for being here. This has been so much fun. I've loved every minute of it and I can't wait to go back and edit and just listen to it all over again. Um, before we go, where can people find you online? Yeah, so I am The Happiness Firm pretty much everywhere. Instagram, TikTok, my website's thehappinessfirm.co.uk. Um, that's me, yeah. Amazing. Thank you so, so much. And I will see you guys in the next one. Thanks for listening to The Confidence Show with me, Rebecca Hawkes. If you enjoyed this episode, please take 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This will help the podcast reach more people, which means we can help more people increase their confidence and love themselves for who they are. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode and I will see you next time. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.